Welcome to We're Listening, the podcast, the community where all voices are heard. I'm your host, Rob Cook. Join me for a lighthearted show about the human experience with live conversations, discussions, and interviews of some of the newest to the most established 3P practitioners from all over the world. So no matter if you've known the three principles for years or you're new to Daily Insights, we hope each episode will inspire you to demonstrate a community where all voices are heard. Welcome to today's episode. Welcome, 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 everyone. We have two guests today. They are two individual people, but they're like one person, kind of, not by marriage because they are identical twins. I think this is going to be a beautiful conversation because as we were talking, we don't know of any other set of identical twins who both share um, in their work or profession the 3P understanding with the world. So everyone, welcome, 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 Mark and Stuart, dear friends out of New York. <laughs> What's going on, man? How you welcome, doing there, welcome, Rob? everybody. <laughs> welcome, Rob. Yeah, thank y'all so Amen. much, so much for being here. I've gotten to know both of you. I've have met you personally, physically hugged you both, uh, and and had a great time. Uh, in every conversation we have, even how the relationship grew from initially me and Mark meeting first. But I want to just kind of, before I start talking about how awesome I think you all are, I want to give each one of you, you know, your own chance to to explain how you, you show up in the world. And I'm going to put a caveat on your intros, just because I'm being funny here, that Mark just talked about Mark and Stuart just talks about Stuart. <laughs> Because I know you all are twins and you all work together, but we, we want to get to know both of you uh, today. So who wants to start off? Well, you got to go with the oldest twin, right? That's like how it works, right? Yeah. yeah. That would be Mark. <laughs> that would be, be Mark. All right, Mark. So you start first with, you know, who's Mark? How does Mark show up in the world? Well, first of all, thank God we're talking separately. Because <laughs> if we were to talk simultaneously... There could be a problem. Even my mother to this day has issues with the talking. If you see us visually, no problem. We're, we're pretty different at this stage of our life. You know, and that that's how I show up as, a, as an identical twin. But when people don't know that I'm an identical twin, okay, so I show up in life as a, I would say, a recovered psychologist, okay? Because I started my career in graduate school and, you know, studying psychology and, and I have really kind of, I, I became disillusioned. I became disillusioned. I remember very clearly being in a session with a client. This is, you know, as an intern. And I just remember distinctly trying to memorize because you have to memorize what they say, like verbatim. At the same time, try to remember the theory that I was being taught in the classes, right? <laughs> and then I was supposed to be present and listening to the person. And I was like, this is impossible. This is totally not possible. And I don't know how I scrambled through that session or you know, through school, but I was completely disillusioned after that. And I knew that there was something not right for me about going further into the profession. And I became 
I became a seeker. I, I had this spiritual inclination to seek answers. And it took until I found what I found with Sid Banks and the three principles. That's when I realized that I had found what I had been looking for. I just, I just knew it. Yeah. I didn't know what it was going to look like. And I'll be honest with you. I feel that was like 25 years ago. I feel I see more now in the last few months than I've seen in all those 25 years combined. Mm, yeah. And, and that, that's just, that's just the way it is. That's how I am coming to the world right now. Mm, I got a theory of how, but I'm going to let Stuart go. I got a theory of why that is. <laughs> okay. Go, Stuart, go. Uh, okay. So, um, so I, I have a different uh, story, obviously, even though we're twins and grow, grew up in the same house and all that. Um, I, too, had an interest in, in psychology psychiatry when I was before I went to to school to college uh, I I felt like I wanted to help people in in their mental well-being unfortunately my own mental well-being wasn't uh, too intact at the time I I had met my my first wife just before going to school and that just totally messed me up and I, I just went off track. I went off the rails. So my my father had started a business in 1965. And the business at this point was had been going for quite a while. And so I, I kind of floundered around a little bit. And finally, he said, Okay, come, come work with me. That was back in 1983. Uh, Fast forward, you know, maybe 10, 15 years. Believe me, working in a family business is not something I would re recommend to the, <laughs> to, the, to the faint of heart. <laughs> Very tough thing to do, not to mention being in the New York metropolitan area, any kind of business that you're going to do here. Like they say, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. So we were in the cigarette candy and, and sundries distribution business wholesale, right? Like I said, very tough business, very uh, labor intensive, uh, a lot of reporting to the government. And it just over the years, I got all the tough jobs, <laughs> all the tough jobs, you know, uh, just from, from A to Z. And the toughest job for me was we had to collect money from the customers. And keeping track of over a thousand customers was very tough. Yeah. Okay, so then we transitioned into another business, ATMs in, in the New York metropolitan area. Another tough business that I would not recommend to anybody. Okay, uh, I, I had to apply for a license for a gun. I had to learn how to fix ATM machines, how to load ATM machines. Now, this is part of what I tell everybody. You know, my father, being the, the owner of the company, he was always one to kind of delegate stuff, right? So, and he would always say, I'm not really good with my hands. That's what he would say. And of course, you know, us being kids, we were like, oh yeah, we're, we're not good with our hands. You know, we, we, we're not mechanically inclined. 
Well, somehow or other, I was able to just do whatever it is I had to do. And I became mechanically inclined and learned it from the ground <laughs> up. And it served me, it served me well, actually. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's that's kind of like my business background. And so now, as far as the three principles is concerned, so back in I think around 1998, Mark was kind of talking to me about this, and he gave me a Sid Banks tape. And back then they were cassettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were not DVDs or it wasn't, you know, on, oh online God. or anything. So I popped this cassette in and I don't know what bridge I was driving over because in New York there's, there's tons of bridges. So I was driving over this bridge uh, somewhere in New York and and I hear this this Scottish accent and I hear what he's talking about. And And Mark had kind of prepped me a little bit about what was going on, but something about it struck me you know i i can't even say what it is and you know sid always talks about don't listen to my words listen to the feeling well i got some kind of feeling that and you know over the years mark and i talked about the three principles or so now fast forward to the pandemic uh i'm out of the the wholesale cigarette business no more atm business that was in the process of being sold so now I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do next, what my yeah. next step is. So I figured, oh, I'm going to start some kind of Amazon business and stuff like that. And I, I don't know how it came about. It just, it, it just, something popped into my head. You know, why don't I do, why don't I learn more in depth about the three principles from, from Mark? Because this is what he's been wanting to do for so long. And so he said, oh, I'm going to be doing a curriculum uh, with, with some of the people that I'm, I'm working with currently. So I said, okay, why don't we, you know, why don't I be on board with that? And he said, okay. So we do the 10-week the or 12-week thing. And let me tell you, I got so much out of it. And in the meantime, I was starting to look on the Three Principles website. I became an apprentice practitioner. I, I've been looking at the videos. I've been participating in, in the programs. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, it's, it's been quite a journey. I've never felt so comfortable, even though I don't know exactly where I'm heading. I don't know what, what the yeah. next thing is coming, but I feel like I'm being taken care of. I'm being guided. And Mark and I, you know, we've we've had our little distance along the way. You know, he went his way, I went my way, and, and you know, we we both got out of each other's nerves. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. And, yeah. and now we work together in an office in the South Bronx. We see each other just about every day, and we laugh and joke all day long. You remember I said I got a theory of why. When yeah. he said, "Yeah," when he said that within the last few years, he has gotten more out of the because I think his brother was there. I think his brother was there, the person he knew most, and he. That's why I, 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 I wanted to know what that was like. The years of him being in the principles, and then you being in business. You know, like what was Mark when it was time to go out there and fix stuff is what my mind was thinking when you were telling your business. What was Mark's ad? You know, probably in school somewhere learning something because he's so smart. But but I, I wanted to know what that felt like. And the other thing 
that you kind of pointed to that was pretty cool uh, is I didn't notice this until we got on that. I always say, how y'all are doing? And I wonder, do y'all always just get cupped together or is it you, you get your own identity thing? Yes, it was always, it was always the boys. Okay? okay. It was the boys, which means we were lumped together. And even if, you know, my brother was into something, I would be lumped in with that too. That was... <laughs> perennial always no matter what no matter what so right but at the same time I know that we were always trying to be our own persons you know and and do our own thing and and there was there was that dynamic going on for sure so you know that that kind of it's it's very interesting I just want to interject one thing my parents had it in their heads first of all they didn't dress us alike and and that was kind of the the setup for us trying to be our own people gotcha. our own individuals. okay so that was implanted in our heads gotcha so okay. that's why it's so amazing at this point in our lives where we've thrown out all of that thinking and it's like no we can be together and do things together still be individuals but it's just such a balance you know, yeah. if I'm off kilter one day, he'll help me and I'll calm down. And and the same thing, Mark, I'm sure will attest that that I calm him down. And it's a beautiful thing, yeah. you know, because we, we got rid of that. Oh, you have to be individuals. Well, what yes. the narratives say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, oh, um, man, your story is so exciting. <laughs> I, I just love it I, because it's, it's like... Um, even what, when you were saying, you know, like, I, again, I didn't even know I did it. But at the same time, right? At the same time, y'all are different. The first time I met you, y'all were dressed alike. That was a coincidence. Totally <laughs> coincidence. <laughs> I don't we, know. We, put, we did kind of plan it. We said, we need to freak Rob out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. We need course. to freak him out a little bit. And Yeah, no, I just little... always loved it. I thought that was just the funniest thing. Wow. Twins dressed alike, not trying to dress alike at all. <laughs> well, I want to, before you go there, I want to oh. push, push back on something. Uh-oh. Because, you know, the theory of that, that it was Stuart that triggered this great insight or whatever. <laughs> I think it was the insight that came first and then we came together. That that's how I see it. Because we had been talking about working together and I resisted it and resisted it and resisted it. Yeah. And what happened was I had an insight, very it's hard to really describe, but I realized that I had this tendency to think that other people had answers and I would follow them. And the insight that I had that was huge was that there's nobody that has the answers for me. And that when I look within, that's really, it's all contained right in there. I don't have to look anywhere else. And when that insight blew my head apart, I was ready to work with Stuart. And, and everything took off from there. 
and that literally was only this last summer yeah last summer and, and thanks so, for clearing that up because i thought the same as rob <laughs> listen Stuart. i am not buying this shit at all all right whatever <laughs> it was a very nice spiritual saying but no you just got your brother back and now y'all rocking i'm sticking uh, with that story I'm a, i like that uh, one. you could stick with it i have no qualms whatsoever <laughs> but I just have to throw that in. No, I get it. No, I, I do get that though. I do get what 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 dropping dropping some of those attachments and things like that do, uh, what it does for a relationship. There's always been this feeling of just unconditional love. But you know, between the two of us. And finally, we can really express it in, in our lives yeah. together. And I think that's also part of what's what's going on. And, wow. and, and, and it makes me feel so good. And, and Mark and I, we, you know, we talk about breaking off pieces of, of what we found and, and giving it to people. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, I think, the overall vision of what we're trying to do. Man, I love that. <laughs> so talk to me about the New York Peace Project. Okay. Go ahead, Mark. So the New York Peace Project came about because I had this sense of trying to make it totally non-controversial, right? Who is going to argue against more peace, right? <laughs> especially, especially in New York City. Yeah. And especially now, given how things are you know, a little chaotic and, you know, people are just, you know, struggling with their, with their experience. So it became the New York Peace Project. And, and basically it was just, it's just three questions to start a conversation. What is peace? What does it mean to you? You know, peace of mind, where does it come from? And then how do I get more peace regardless of what's happening in my life outside circumstances. And, and so wherever we go now, and we've been basically volunteering our time to get our foot in the door and really you know, develop a track record, right? And, and, and let people see the impact of this very simple conversation because it's, a, it's amazing how simple it is, but how impactful it is, right? Yeah. So, so we, we started doing this. And I have to tell you, Rob, it's been unbelievable, the response, because everyone is looking for more peace of mind. Everyone and everybody resonates with it. So we get our foot in the door and then we talk, we have these conversations and then, you know, we have a curriculum that we're using through Insight to Wellbeing you know, the Spark uh, mentoring program. Yeah, Spark Inside Alliance, Beyond Recovery. Right, and then eventually I'd like to bring in my guide inside. Those th those are the three. I'm not that familiar and neither is Stuart working with children, mm -hmm. uh, but middle, middle school and teenagers, we have no problem doing that. So then maybe we'll find some teachers to work with, to work with the children at some point. So that that's kind of our, our vision. And, and just to get this out there as much as humanly possible. And for me and Stuart to be doing this like 24-7, like have as many avenues where we're 
talking about this and having these conversations because we know this is the route to alleviate the suffering not only for ourselves but everybody around us you know i wanted to say to you before you know my my family looks at us they cannot believe what's happening yeah my my mother is noticing my my younger brother and my sister they're like what's going on with these two yeah and and, and we ha and we had uh you know shout out to dickon bettinger right we had this conversation with dickon right and he says they don't stand a chance oh yeah <laughs> they don't stand a chance uh, yeah they're, they're gonna yeah. be infected with this oh but they, yes you know what i'm saying they, they don't have a chance so i just love you know that sense that that is true you know what what's starting between me and my brother is just rating rating out to our family our friends the world i mean it's just and it's so simple right it's just so beautiful it it's it's so simple that i want to do it here and 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 we just answer because that's the whole thing of the episode is really showing people what you all do and what you're doing in that area of the world and how you show up and you know go at it for a few seconds on what we think about that particular we'll start with you Stuart you could take you could state the questions again and then pick one and then we'll go from there are you talking about the the three questions that we're asking three questions that y'all asked to spark a, a conversation about this okay so uh what do I think of uh, uh, what peace of mind is, what, what it is for me? Um, I think peace of mind is just, just knowing that, that I'm okay no matter what is going on, no matter what is circulating around me, no matter what kind of uh, situations uh, arise. And, you know, being in the present moment and and just falling like like i've heard plenty of people say falling out of my thinking yeah and falling into love okay and um i i don't know if i've really experienced it like this before i mean i think we all have certain moments in our life where you know you know everything is okay and but but it's not um uh, i don't know it's it to me now it feels more tangible more of a possibility and, and um and so so how do i get this this piece I, I think just being in the moment and being grateful for what i have okay uh you know i have a roof over my head i have food in the refrigerator um, I'm, I have beautiful relationships in my life and everything is opened in front of me. Okay. And I don't have to worry about what happened to me in the past or think about all the, the stuff that I went through. I don't have to worry about what's going to happen in the future. Just being in the now, yeah. you know, being in the now. And, and I, I think that just continuing in, in, working with people and and just you know just in the brief uh amount of time that we've actually started to have these conversations with people just to see the light turning on in someone else's eyes 
oh. and the feeling that you know at the end uh, i don't know the other day they were clapping for us me and my brother <laughs> and i'm like oh my god i mean what do we do but <laughs> but but i i guess like like sid says and and i really you know sid was definitely obviously onto something yeah. it's not in the words it's the feeling you know people know well, why are these two guys here? You know, they they could be retired for all we know. You know, what are they doing here? Why are they doing this? Yeah. You know, I, I guess the feeling of caring and love just comes through when people are authentic and real. People can tell. Yeah. They they can just tell, and you know, staying grounded in the three principles and and just doing the work, doing the work, and, and just being aware is for me how I continue to get peace and and have it continue. And I mean, Mark and I were joking the other day, we could see ourselves doing this until the day we drop. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, you know, and, and and the guy we were talking to earlier today, you know, said that that's what gets him up in the morning. And he's in his 70s, you know, we're in our early 60s. So, you know, and obviously, you're, you're a little younger, but you know, <laughs> It, just a little bit yeah, all these but, gray but, hairs that's popping off me I feel yeah, like yeah. But, but it, it get, this gets you up in the morning oh yeah it's not like you want to put the covers over your head and hide no, no. You know? and believe me I felt I used to feel like that like oh, oh yeah. my I, god I, I don't I'd want to do this to yeah yeah I'd be excited about waking up yeah, it's yeah. like I, I remember saying one time I remember one day thinking like I wish I can hurry up and get through my dreams because I enjoy my real life so much. Like yeah. if I could just, just, I need my rest and my time, but can it hurry up so I can wake back up and live because I <laughs> woke up and really enjoy living. Mm. Like it felt better to be alive in my life than it was to dream. Mm. Um, and that was, that was pretty interesting for me. It was, it was a, a beautiful feeling. Kind of like you said, it's, it's a feeling uh but yeah i i love it i i do and i know i just said originally we should all take it but you put it all together so well i don't even want to mess with it you know what i mean like you my man bro like yeah, thank you you thank are you. my man because yeah you put yeah. that together but i will do this then I, I will thank you both so much for being here um and just again man keep doing it i really really love love connecting with you all and watching you continue to share this in that area uh but i want you to kind of i'll let mark go first on this one again but i just want you to share you know whatever's on your heart with the community and you two will be the last that they hear but i do want you all to tell them where they can find you at for the new york peace project if they want to support if they want to you know donate whatever the case may be so you can find us, Mark and Stuart Iskowitz, at mark.newyorkpeaceproject, all one word, at gmail.com. And you can find Stuart Iskowitz at Stuart, S-T-E-W-A-R-T, dot newyorkpeaceproject at gmail.com. Not not sure we could share in prime time what we share with each other. <laughs> yes, this is a family show. Okay. Exactly. This is a family show. But you know, uh, we'll do our best. So 
What I, what I really want to share with the community is, first of all, how grateful I am that this is going out and for the Three Principles Global Community. And, um, you know, Stuart often says to me, you know, Mark, you forgot who you are. You know, I got I got caught up in, you know, a project previous to this one. And he would say to me, you know, you forgot who you are. And then and then all these people that I remembered through the years that that I had connected so deeply with and we're we're reconnecting, you know, and, and having Zoom calls and just and then like we participated in this, you know, the Sid Banks uh, reading in depth. And I, I can't tell you the feeling I got, you know, watching some of the people who originally were mentored by Sid and, and hearing them and the feeling I got was just in, incredible. So I have extreme gratitude that first of all, Sid left these books, these videos, and, and that it's, it's a treasure. It's a treasure beyond anything, any monetary, any accomplishment. I mean, there, there's nothing that, that could compare to this. And, and the idea of alleviating human suffering and that I can start alleviating my suffering, that I can see and find that peace underneath my thinking that's always there. And, and you know, having, having had this insight and now feeling like I want to break off a piece of that happiness, you know, and just give it away. And, and we were having a conversation with someone and they were saying, Sid says you can't give love away because the minute you give it away, it comes right back to you double. <laughs> so, so yeah, so why not live the rest of my life like that? You know, that, that, that kind of sums it up, I, I think, for, for me. Wow. <laughs> How do I follow that up? Um, that was very good. You know, I, I would say that, you know, Mark and I are trying to, you know, we're doing the volunteer work. We're, we're trying to do like a, a proof of concept. But all we have to do is go somewhere together, which we've been doing. And, and it's proof of concept right there. It's like two people that know each other inside and out. And if we want to, we could push, you know, we, we know where our buttons are. We know where they're located. You know, Mark knows exactly what to say to get me upset and, and, and vice versa. As a matter of fact, my wife <laughs> has said to me in the past, why are you so upset with your brother? And I would tell her, you don't understand. You don't understand. Like, all he had to do was whisper, like, one or two things. Look, he's embarrassed. One or two things. And it, he knew it would trigger me. But now, it's like he can't, he can't do that. It, it, it's not possible. Because, first of all, I love him so much that I'm, like, instantly forgiven for, for whatever whatever he's doing and I just see him for who he is the real essence of my brother and I think he sees that in me and, and so what what more proof do you need that this this is real that this works and that's why you know we both say we want to break off pieces of this and, and give it to people as much as we can for the rest of our lives and, you know, uh, I, I can't tell you how happy I am 
that that I was able to get out of the business world. You know, maybe I'll re-enter the business world in a totally different kind of way, bringing this understanding, because I think that this can work in every every possible area that that involves human beings. And, and I really believe that to the depths of my soul. And and you know, Mark was talking the other day in, in a session that we were doing. We were talking about how. You know, it's just a matter of time. You know, I know Sid had envisioned this going out into the world, and maybe it's taking a little longer than maybe he envisioned, but I definitely see this is like, it's like E equals MC squared, what, what made the atom bomb, you know, the chain reaction that's going on. And I really believe in that. And, you know, it, it just goes into every area of human existence. Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about the podcast, please go to 3pgc.org. If you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner or you want to be featured on the show as a new, fresh voice in the principles, send us an email at info at 3pgc.org. We'd love to hear from you. Knowing there is no end or limitation, nor are there boundaries to the human mind. Have the day you deserve. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.